Welcome back to another episode of the Grunge Bible Podcast. My name is Ethan Shalloway, and I'm here with Chris Salona, as usual. And um, we're excited for a great episode. Uh, Chris, this is episode 61. How do you feel today? I feel so much better than I thought I would feel today uh, sitting here uh, on a Monday. We're recording on Monday, May 16th, so uh, we're a week in advance. This is coming out on the 23rd of May, but um, given the choices that I've made over the last week, I should not be feeling as good as I feel here today. Maybe it's just because I'm a little fired up to talk some grunge rock with you, Um, (laughs) but I'm just going to take it. You know, you roll with the punches when things are good, just as you do when things are bad, so things are good. I don't want to question it too much. How how are you? I'm doing really well. <clears throat> um, came off a pretty relaxing weekend, different than yours. We're always on. Reality som- of man. Sometimes, yeah, we're always- <laughs> sometimes we're parallel, but I feel like usually it's like one person is well rested and the other person is not. So, But between the two of us, the bases are covered, so it doesn't yeah. really make a difference. Um, yes. And I'm heading out to, I'm actually heading out to Arizona tomorrow. For a competition Tucson. at the end of this week, I'm going to see my family. They're going to visit to be able to watch, which will be awesome. And then after that, I'm actually going to go to California with my friend and see Drew. So I believe, uh, not to put any pressure on ourselves, but I believe the next, next episode we're probably going to have Drew involved, which will be kind of fun. Yeah, it seems like, uh, like the opportunity is there, so we need to take it. So it'll be fun. I got some travel coming ahead, um, and it's going to be really good. But I am excited to do this podcast. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, it certainly is because uh, we are going to discuss a topic that is near and dear to both of our hearts and has been for some time, and that's Pearl Jam. Um, we were sitting down earlier today trying to decide what we were going to talk about for the next hour, and it occurred to us it had been it's been some time since we've just purely gotten into the Pearl Jam zone, um, and that zone is is just as important as any other zone that you could be in. So. Today, uh, we decided there's no better time than now, and uh, Ethan, you and I compiled some top 10 lists, and um, we're going we're gonna to bring it to you, our, our top 10 Pearl Jam songs, and uh, the interesting thing, you know, before we, uh, before we thank those that need to be thanked, the interesting thing about these lists is that this list could be massively different if I made it last night, if I made it tonight, if I made yep. it tomorrow. It, it, I feel like it's always changing. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, is, is a testament to just how much, how many good songs there are and, and, and things kind of sneak up on you. And, uh, we were remarking that you'd make your list and, oh shit, I forgot about this song or, and then you, and then you're like, all right, this is the list. And you're like, oh, this is another song that I forgot about, but it's a good feeling to know that there's that much out there. Yeah. I, uh, I wrote the list. I wrote the first, I wrote down all the songs that first came to my head. And then I like, it was more than 10. And then I looked at the albums and then I found a few other songs I'd forgotten about. And, and it's just, you know, it's fun scratching and kind of scratching names off and reordering. And so I think the best way to put this, put this list, like you said, each day it changes is if I were to build a playlist right now of 10 Pearl Jams, I want to hear in what order, I feel like this is what I came up with. So I feel like it's like what I want to listen to right now. So because there's a lot of songs that I think we'll talk about that probably have, you know, listeners fatigue that may not make the list. And that totally. doesn't mean that, you know, if we're ranking like top 10, you know, critically acclaimed or top 10, like, uh, you know, world renowned, you know, yeah. it's a different, it's a different list. Oh yeah. My list, if, if, if I had to pick like the, the best, the 10 best, right. my list would look quite different. I'm sure there'd be a couple that would make both, but for, 
the large majority of this list, I don't think they would appear on the other one. But that's it's all in the eyes of the beholder, which is really yeah. cool. I mean, if we had a thousand people listen to this, we'd probably get a thousand different lists. Right. And I was thinking it would be, I mean, I'm sure pe- people have made lists and done polls and stuff, but it would be kind of, it would be like, if you want that atmo- that list, if you want the accurate list of what people think is their best 10 songs, then we'll do a poll. But yeah. I don't, maybe we, maybe we'll have maybe to. Maybe we won't. Um, so before we do that, we'd like to thank our Patreons supporters and i think that is critical for this um this show so um before we say the names if you are interested in supporting us the best way to do that is on patreon um we have a two dollar five dollar and ten dollar tier which goes directly to paying off our debts uh, we all pay our debts sometime and we that have we, we have a few to keep this thing running uh for editing for hosting the site and just a few different things and we put a lot there's there's a lot of time that goes into um these episodes so it just helps us um you know takes the pressure off of uh certain aspects and allows it to be more creative so head on that way and uh chris has the ever-growing extensive list of supporters that we are going to go it is my pristine honor to bring that list to you and uh, if you are interested in joining this list of esteemed individuals and distinguished people um it's pretty easy. Just look at the episode description wherever you're listening. It is linked there, as is the merchandise link. So if you want to double whammy it, become a patron and get some merch for the for the summer or for the for the winter, wherever you might be. Um, it's it's never been easier. Uh, it's right in front of you right now as you listen to this. So uh, the individuals that have made that leap, you know, we talk about being people of action on this show, and uh, I can't think of people of greater action than our top level Patreon supporters. Uh, who keep this thing rolling. And this week, I would like to thank Fresh Tendonitis, Carlene Salona, Wayne Staley, Victor Schaefer, Kara Kay, The Blue Owl, Jade Mercado, Doug Endy, Fuck Soup, Rachel Corning, Jamie Lynn, our number one fan from Australia, What the Fuck's Up Denny's, Release, Alexis Shannon, Millie, Kayla Jean, Marianne, Nikki Six, Shannon Gargone, Sue, Sonny Mashburn, Laura Nyreen, Chris LSMS, Black Hole Sean, Darian Riddle, Brenda, Alex Long, and Captain Hightop. So to all those out there uh, who I just read your names, thank you so much for continuing to support this podcast as we roll deeper into the valley of year two. Ah, it's not a valley. It's a a, a mountain (laughs) peak. Yeah, fuck that. It's not a valley. (laughs) It sounded so desolate. No, it's it's a lot more fun than that, I promise. Yeah, it's all good. Um, all good so before we get into the the top 10 list as you'd like to call it even when i say top 10 it's not our top 10 songs of the album 10 because it could have been (laughs) so i think there's only 11 songs on it i know (laughs) which one's not making the cut (laughs) exactly um but that's how good that album is. which one's not making the cut and why is it jeremy (laughs) yeah oh shots fired um chris i know we you had a concert experience on friday that um and the last Monday, which I don't think we recorded. No, we did. We it was after. yeah. We recorded. I think we recorded the day after, but I we kind of glossed over it because uh, we had some we had some discussion to get to. Yeah. So, for real quick, I do want to mention that you went to a show on Friday, and I, I want to hear your synopsis because we like we like talking about concerts, and I think that is um, it's relevant and it's it's happening right now. So, Chris, how was your music music experience on Friday? Oh man, it was, it was one of the better, more intimate shows that I've been to. So I went up to Somerville, Massachusetts to see Tom Berlin, um, who I think we've mentioned on this show before. I'm pretty sure it's, uh, she has had a song of the week from, uh, from your selection. 
Um, so I went up there. So she's just starting a tour of the United States in support of her new record. Um, I don't know who needs to hear this is what the record is called. And uh, I was fortunate enough to catch the first show of the tour. Um, so last Friday on, um, on May the 13th, I believe, went up there. And it was it was a super cute venue. I think it's called the Crystal Ballroom. There probably couldn't have been more than 800 people there. Um, I was right up at the front, right in front of the stage. And, you know, Ethan, you you had told me about Tomberlin. Um, I don't know how long ago it's been. Certainly been several months now. But mm -hmm. I remember you told me about her. I listened to probably half of one song and I looked up, looked up what the touring scheduling was for for her. And uh, it was just around that time that I saw she was playing in Somerville. And I bought the ticket right there. I probably had only listened to her for three minutes at the time. And I was like, this is something that I need to hear um, here in person. And, and, and I was fortunate enough to be able to do so. And uh, it was just it was a really, really great show. Uh, her first tour with a with a full band, um, I guess, uh, previously, it had traditionally just been her. Um, so that was really, really cool. They worked through some different different technical issues that come with the first show of the first mm -hmm. tour with the band um but overall it was it was such a such a good vibe such a good good space to be in and it was yeah. just really really impressive and i was able to uh uh after the show she came out to the merch table and right. I, I thanked her for the for the music and for putting the tour on and um i mean that's the thing i mean if, if people people impact you in in such a way i think you gotta let them know so I was really happy that I had the opportunity to do that. And it was just, it was a great night of music. Yeah. And very jealous that you got to see her. Her tour dates are nothing really close to me when I'm around or when I'm traveling, nothing close to get to go to, which stinks. So I'm, yeah. it would be, it would be, I'd be hard pressed to get to a show, but I'd love to. And I was, what I'm thinking about is, you know, we never know what, where an artist is going to go when we see them. And hopefully, you know, this is, we get to look back in 10 years and be like, yeah, I saw her at a really small venue in Massachusetts and, and you get to speak on that and have those memories. And, you know, if you're out there um, and you want to, and you wish that you would have saw a certain band before they got big, well, that means that you got to go to shows that aren't going to have a lot of people. So uh, that's, a, but that's a great experience. So do something out of the, out of the ordinary and go to a show that, you know, take yeah. a risk like Chris did, because that's, that's all. I mean, he had just heard of, of her music and he bought a ticket and i you love buy, that you buy the you buy the ticket and you figure everything else out later and it's funny um i was i was talking to you the day after the show on the phone and um i i made that remark i think for everybody who goes to a lot of shows there are some shows that you remember for a while and there's some that just kind of fade into memory and the really special ones are as soon as the show ends or even while it's happening you know you're going to remember it for a while you know it's going to be special to you and uh, that's how I felt at that show, uh, probably about a couple of songs in. Everybody was kind of loosening up and getting into it and I think just growing comfortable. And um, it just, yeah, it just felt like one of those shows that you're yeah. going to remember. And I, I, I go to a lot of shows. Um, I've seen a lot, of, a lot of acts live and there's certainly some that I can remember having gone to. And there's some I have to think about like, oh yeah, I did see that artist uh, yeah. that time a few summers ago or whatever. I think this is one that I'm always going to remember and I'm really grateful that I was able to go. Um, and I wish, I wish Ethan that you were, you were able to be there with me, but that, that time no. will come. Yeah. Now we haven't seen, have we seen a show? I mean, yeah, uh, other than Pearl, Pearl Jam, Jam, I think that's it. We've only seen Pearl Jam together. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I, I wish I was there too. Um, so yeah, if you want to catch somebody before they get big, that means you got to go 
to their shows before they, trust, go, they trust get your big. Gut, trust your so, ear. Yeah. yeah, so go see your friends live music. Go see the bands that are playing at the local venues. Support local music. All right. Speaking of not-so-small bands. And speaking of Pearl Jam. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of Pearl Jam. <laughs> <The> Mighty Jam. <laughs> so there is, we're, I guess what we're going to do is kind of go, we'll go one at one, one list and then the other, and um, obviously start at number 10, correct? Yeah, I believe yeah. that is where I would like to so start on this top 10 how, how did How did you, uh, yeah, I don't want to start with one. How did you uh, make your list first? Did, did you just pick them out of thin air? Like, what well, first thing that comes to mind, or did you? Yeah, so I think for me, I, I don't have a more intimate relationship with a band and a band's catalog than I do with Pearl Jam and their catalog. So um, with, with the type of connection that I have to it and just the amount of time that I've spent listening to it, there were certainly, I'd say there were there were four songs that popped out that, I knew they were going to be on the list, and I knew pretty much where they were going to be on the list. Other than that, though, the la- probably I'd say like like six through ten on the list is is just a limbo zone where it kind of depends uh, what mood I'm in or or how mm-hmm. recently I've listened to something or what I've recently connected with. I think, um, but yeah, it was pretty much one of those things that I had. I had my non negotiables, and then otherwise just kind of combing through the. Um, the track lists on all the different albums and whatnot and, and remembering which ones stuck out to me. Um, there were a few on here that I put only because I connected with them deeply in the past and because of what they meant to me at a point in time, they mean a lot to me now. Um, and then there's one song on this list that never really meant a whole lot to me until lately. I've just been kind of jamming out to it. I, I dig it a lot lately, but I don't really have a connection with it. Um, so I guess my, my reasoning for putting things on this list, uh, it changes uh, with each song, but I, I do feel pretty pretty good about this list kind of encompassing everything that the band is able to do, uh, which is really cool. So kind of to your point that if you had 10 songs to show somebody about what the band is about, right. I, I feel pretty decent that this list would, would get the job done. What about you? What was your rationale for putting, putting this list together? How did you go about it? Uh, yeah. As I said earlier, I kind of I kind of viewed it as because it, it does change. It's definitely sure does no no secret that um, your music taste ebbs and flows. So I I viewed this as like yeah, if I had to pick ten songs to build a playlist that I'd get into a car right now, well maybe not even a car because I know that that takes sometimes that that dictates what you listen to. to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, I so I just thought that what songs do I want to listen to right now, and I I, I wrote down about twenty. 20 or 25 songs and then i started circling the ones and i had to move some around so it was Mm -hmm. pretty i tried to i tried to attack it with like kind of like gut instinct like top 10 gut like don't overthink it about it too much exactly yeah you can't because once i started paper exactly once i started thinking about it i started i was like oh you know like why and then i was like i trying to explain to myself why i want to put this one above this one and and really it's it's really difficult so um i actually have like 11 songs i, I had because there's one i added late and i was Cheater. like i can't yeah i was like i can't i was like i really want to put well, we, that we in have the, a long-standing tradition on this podcast of not being able to count so i mean this this yeah. fits in perfectly and i tried to, same for you there's one there's a few songs that i hope are surprising to people yeah. That like you know maybe they'll go listen to them, but that's mainly because we have a had a connection with them at one point. Definitely, there's one song, one song specifically. Like for some reason, it was a song that I had on my iPod, like right when it came out, and no I listened to it a ton. I listened to it a ton at night, mm-hmm. and it's pretty. It's kind of. I think it's kind of maybe not random, but yeah. I'm excited we'll to hear your list because eh. I, I'm just as. Uh, I think 
knowing knowing you, I know there's a few that I could probably guess right now will be on your list, but I think a lot of them I might not know, and I think you might feel the same way for me. Um, so that's that's gonna be really cool to kind of share that. Do you want to guess any before I won't? I won't even react. Ooh, I, but... don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> you don't, to. You don't, I don't want anything. to. I don't want I don't... to be made a fool over the air. <laughs> okay. So um, I. I think. Um, let's do it. May I go first? My. My. Yeah. My the, list the floor. Of the, first. the floor is yours. So the floor I guess is mine, Senator. If you want. <laughs> if you want to, yeah, say a few, and then if I have any remarks, maybe I'll say something. But I won't. I won't. You know. Absolutely. So uh, starting at number ten, uh, my my ten. My, my number 10 entry on this top 10 list is from No Code, and uh, it's present tense. And I think the reason mm. why this is on the list is around the time that we started getting into Pearl Jam together, Ethan, we were competing um, in college athletics, and we went through a big phase of just kind of learning to believe in yourself and learning to be present and, and enjoy your opportunities when you have them. And, and I, have, I have vivid memories of listening to this song uh, on the bus to practice or on the bus to the meet or, you know, the morning of a meet and it's just kind of like calm myself down and just as a reminder to be present. And I love the line, you know, you're the only one who cannot forgive yourself. And I think that's, that's so true of a lot of different things. And, and for that reason, and just for the overall sentiment of the song, you know, it makes much more sense to live in the present tense and let all your past mistakes, if you can, let them wash away and focus on what you can do um, this song has always been uh, been important to me, and uh, I just love the instrumentation of it too. So that's my number my number ten entry. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's a really good one that I I I forgot to. Yeah. That's bring the cool in part about this too, because yeah. as I read my list, you're gonna be like, "Shit, I should have thought of that one." And the same thing's yeah. gonna happen to me in about twenty minutes when you do your list. Um, so moving great. up good to choice. number nine, good choice. Uh, I'm gonna go to the well of verses, and my number nine song is Rearview Mirror. Oh um, yeah. This this one's just I mean everybody knows this one it's a total rocker. Um it's just it's just so fucking fast and so heavy and Dave Abrazis's drums are so great and at the end of the studio track you can hear him throw his drumsticks in frustration because evidently they made him do tons and tons of takes of this because it wasn't hard enough. Um and then finally he got it and he just slammed his sticks against the wall and you can kind of hear him rattle around a little bit. But oh, uh, this is just such a great song. I love the lyric, I gather speed from you fucking with me. And obviously I think everybody can relate to uh saw things so much clearer once you were in my rear view mirror. Um it's just obviously a great, great driving song. It's a great uh getting away from anything that's ever done you wrong song. So uh this mm-hmm. one's never never far away from me. <clears throat> I remember <laughs> A little anecdote, and I, I know you'll remember this, but I remember uh, I was going through a relationship breakup, and I think you posted this song, and I got flack for it. In my- <laughs> I do remember this. <laughs> you Just post- completely unbeknownst, because I didn't know that you had had a you had had a fight like the night before or something. Well, we, yeah, we because we talked about it, and like the song was on your mind or something, and and then you posted it, and I was like, I remember looking, I'm like, Whew. I was like, this is gonna be. Totally taken the wrong way, and it was <laughs> saw things clear once you're in my rear that view mirror. That wasn't the only time I did that too. I also no, did I that with, like, is- <laughs> with "Hey Jealousy" by the Gin Blossoms. The lyric: "If you don't expect too much, you might not get let down." I think I posted those like back to back, and and in the relationship you were at the time, I remember you're like, like Chris, you don't know what you just did to me, man. <laughs> Unbelievable, and uh, yeah, it was like, oh, it was so. That's wow. absolutely yeah. I remember that. The, the, it's good for a laugh now. I mean, that was that was like five, six years ago now. So, yeah. If you're listening, uh, it was it was Chris, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's okay, hope next. they're not listening. 
Oh my goodness! All right, moving okay. up to number eight, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go back to no code, believe it or not. So three songs in, no ten, no um, no vitality. We're going back to no code, and my number eight, uh, my number eight Pearl Jam song is Red Mosquito. Um, if I had known then what I know now, um, Ethan, that that line and that song mm-hmm. is, was very important to us, kind of in, in like our weird like musical and philosophical awakening that we went yes. through when we first started getting into this yeah. and it's just uh that made an honorable mention for it. me yeah, yeah that was an honorable mention it's a very important song that ending is so strong oh, the way it's it so builds. Great. yeah and um we would say that to each other a ton yeah. and that was my that was my instagram bio for like five <laughs> years if i had known then what i know now <laughs> and i oh, <laughs> that's that's awesome um <laughs> Yeah, that was a good one. It didn't quite. I, I left it off my top ten just, just cause. Uh, but that is yeah. a great, great song. Great. Track. Yeah, that's like one of those, uh, one of those phrases that we would always say back and forth to one another. And I would also say that to a lot of people. Um, like I, I've I've been tagged in a couple of Instagram posts, um, and like the caption has just been like, "If I had known then what I know now," because I always say that all the fucking time, or at least I used to. But still. I'd known then what I know now, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna maybe. say it's, uh, it's hard to say. There's a reason you don't know. Yeah. You don't know how different things would be. So, um, number seven, uh, lucky number seven for me. Uh, we are going to go to Vitalogy for this one, and I'm going to Corduroy specifically. If I could make um, make an amendment to it, it would be the alternate take that I think is 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 on the bonus version of the album. Um, I just like it better. I think it's a lot cooler. Um, it's just a great Pearl Jam song, kind of finding their stride after exploding in ten and verses. And man, I love this song. I love the aggression. Um, take my hand, not my picture. Um, I would rather starve than eat your bread. That's another line that has gotten a lot of usage oh, yeah. in our in our personal <laughs> and professional lives over the years. Um, and then the whole, the lyric, uh, everything has changed. Absolutely nothing's changed. I and I also just love how this song builds um, builds into the chorus and it builds into the builds into the ending and you know the the opening of the song is really really quiet as is the bridge and it just kind of builds um you know that that guitar riff that they're playing until everything just kind of blows up and man it's just such a great song i mean that's that's a that's as classic of a pearl jam song as you can get in my opinion so we Mm -hmm. like that one that's a good one now we've arrived for my number six selection is the song that has absolutely no meaning to me uh in my past and it, it does not tie to any specific event but from Yield, I'm going with MFC, the mini fast mm. car. Um, I don't know why. I don't have a ton to say about this song. Um, it's just a great driving song. I really, really like kind of the sense of urgency that it, that it brings with it. Um, there's so many songs um, in Pearl Jam's catalog, and Ed seems to write about leaving a lot, you know, leaving different situations. And, and this one's um, it's got the same thing. Uh, you know, there's there's some lyrics in there that I definitely I don't I don't um, connect them with anything in particular. I just really like them. You know, they said timing was everything made him want to be everywhere. There's a lot to be said for nowhere. And I don't even know how to dissect it. I just I, yeah. I like what I think it means, if that makes sense. And uh, it's just a great song. It's quick. It's like two minutes. Fantastic. So that's my number six one. So now. I'm sure five through one, you're probably not, you're not going to be surprised by many of these, Ethan, because I think they're, they're all timers for me. Um, so for number five, I'm going to the binaural album, which by the way, on the day that we're recording today <laughs> turns 22. So May 16th, 2000, it was released and we're sitting down now on May 16th, 2022. 
And uh, my selection uh, that happens to be from that album for my number five song is Light Years. Um, yeah. This song's been really important to us and I think to a lot of Pearl Jam fans whenever they've gone through a period of loss. And I think I'm pers- I'm hard-pressed to find a song that ex- that that, that um, illustrates how difficult it is to understand loss uh, sometimes. And, you know, you're here one day, you're gone the next, and, you know, today just disappeared. And I know that lyric, uh, you know, we were but stones, your light made us stars. And yeah. I, I think that's probably one of the more, um, more special ways I've ever heard it um, described how somebody can be so impactful to you uh, as a person. And there's a live version that they do at Pink Pop 2000 where um, Eddie Vedder uh, was talking about the fact that they lost somebody who lived around the area where the concert was, who they knew, who I believe worked for Sony. And he, you know, he was saying that, you know, they never got a chance to say goodbye. Uh, so, so this performance is goodbye. And he says, if you've got good friends, love them while they're here. And I've posted that clip a thousand times. I'll probably post it a thousand more times because, you know, if there's one lesson I think in, in, in life, it's, it's that, you know, if you've got good friends, you love them while they're here. Cause, cause you don't know. And, and that song explains, how it feels when when they go away because you don't get any warning most of the time and and um you know there's a big absence so this one this one's definitely been really really important to me and that's why it's number five on my list that's a that's a really good one and a great good reasoning for it great choice absolutely so up to number four ethan you might be surprised that this one is not higher but today it's landing on number four um this is from 10 and it is the song that is permanently marked on my Porch. body uh, that would be Porch. Uh, we we just spoke about this song a couple of episodes ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Either that or I post about it. I don't know. It all runs together. But, um, you know, the cross I'm bearing home ain't indicative of my place. I know we, we talked about that lyric a little bit from uh, a couple of weeks ago. And, um, you know, hear my name, take a good look. This could be the day. That was one that we used to talk about all the time. And I still think about it all the time. I mean, you never know. You never know when things are going to things are going to work out or things are going to come together for you. So you got to keep trying. And at least that's how I have always interpreted that song. And aside from my interpretation of the song, it's just a fucking rocker. Right. Uh, I mean, their, their performances of this, the extended jams where Ed would be climbing around in 91 and 92. Um, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to beat that. I think that's, this song is really one of the things that established Eddie Vedder's showmanship back in the day and, and really kind of, I think heightened the lore around the band um, is his his daring his daring stunts uh, you know as a frontman during this song and um, I think it's it's really a, a seminal part of their legacy and it's certainly one of my favorites. Yeah, this one pops up in my head a lot when I'm trying to prove somebody wrong. I mean, yeah, yeah when you're trying exactly. to trying to do something, it's a good and, feeling when you finally do it too. Oh uh, yeah, and you yeah. yeah hear my name and uh, we definitely have talked about this a lot. I remember I think you were at, you were possibly going to get. That whole lyric, you know, here my yeah. name, take a good look, but you just had to just go with yeah, the song I just, title. Yeah, porch right over here on my body, <laughs> on, my, on my right rib cage. So it's so funny yeah. because, you know, now the weather's warming up again and you're outside, uh, you know, if you're going to a pool <laughs> or show whatever. show your tattoos. And, and, and uh, this, people, just, people just come up with like, what, what does porch mean? Like, what, what the fuck's that about? And I, I don't feel like explaining it to them. So I just tell them, I'm like, it's important. That's all I say. <laughs> Like, what does it mean? I was like, it's important. I love that. <laughs> That's all you have to say. It's not, none of their business what it means. You know, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't like asking people what their tattoos mean. Cause I don't like it when people ask me, it means a lot to me. And 
you know, you get what means a lot to you. I don't ask you about yours. Don't ask me about mine. So <laughs> that's how I uh, feel about that. Yeah. But I'll, I'll get off of my, my tattoos. Enough with tattoos. I got to get some new ones. Soon. I'll get something else. That rear no view knows mirror. What the fuck it means. Yeah. Rear view. Um, so number number three. Oh, I almost skipped number three. I almost went up to number two. I was jumping the gun, but I can't skip this song. It's like when you um, skip tried to skip Spoon Man. <laughs> exactly. I can't be doing this. I can't be trusted to keep things in a, in a straight order here. I guess um, number three. It's a good reason we're not skipping this. We're going back to verses, and we are going with the Mighty Dissident. Um, this mm. song is just. I just I just love the music on this one. I think their live performances of this song on the verses were in 1993. <clears throat> Um, right up there with Corduroy in the sense of I don't think it gets any better for what a Pearl Jam song is. I mean, just the instrumentation, Dave's drumming, how he's able to keep time, Stone with the rhythm guitar, Mike playing those really clever leads that he had, you know, and, 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 and Jeff Jeff pounding on the bass. And back then, I mean, 93, 94, Eddie's vocals on this song were just absolutely incredible. It's, almost, it's, kind, of, it's kind of like the archetype of what I would think a rock lead singer should sound like i mean towards the end when he hits that last chorus and his voice is is way up there on dissident i mean that's that's such a good song and we always joke back and forth the opening guitar lick uh kind of saves our life from time to time yeah that's, that's always good when you have your when you have your playlist on shuffle and this one pops up oh, it's so oh, good yeah it's or so the good. local radio station doing and just just let it rain down on you yeah there's no pro jam song i turn up more um if it comes on the radio than this one i'm always in like, fact oh, turn I have, this up yeah i have i have a good friend who every time i hear this on the radio i will either text them or i will send them a snapchat i will turn it all the way up and i will scream holy fuck dissident is on the radio yeah. and just and just selly the whole time because it's a moment of celebration um so i'm due for one of those soon hopefully hopefully my local rock radio station gets they're listening the program here hopefully yeah, they're, hope listening. they're listening they're just gonna play it back to back and just I'll have like a, I don't know, something bad will happen to me, but it'll be worth it because Dissident will be playing. <laughs> At least it'll be cinematic. <laughs> it'll save your life, don't worry. Yeah, exactly. The, the guitar lick, that's all you gotta rely on. So, number two. Number two on my list is officially released on Lost Dogs, um, mm. but it was a demo that, that had been around, I think, since the 10 era. They had done a version of it around Versus, I think Vitalogy 2. They recorded an alternate version for a movie, um, but I don't really know which version is my favorite—the movie version of the Lost Dogs version. But it's hard to imagine, um, mm -hmm. which is probably—I'd probably say it's got to be the deepest cut on my list, I guess, along with Mini Fast Car. But um, yeah, hard to imagine. I, I don't know. It's—it's it's hard for me to explain why this one is so important to me. I just like kind of have that like weird spiritual connection with the song that I can't really explain. Um, you know, things were different then all is different now i tried to explain somehow and like just the the way the song builds is just really 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 awesome and although i never really listened to it too much because it wasn't on the streaming services i did discover their um they cut a, a separate version a recording of the song for a movie called chicago cab uh which i don't i don't think it was a, a an acclaimed movie at the time i don't think it did super well at the box office but there were a couple of different lyrics and there's a lyric in that one that i i just really really love and it's fuck tradition no one's safe from harm count the days on your arm um and i that's just really really powerful songwriting but th this song is just it's so important to me 
Um, it's just kind of a great reflective song, and it's one that's always always been special to me, and I think it always will be. So that one is without thinking. I knew my I knew my top two um, without even really thinking about it. I knew that this was going to be number two because I knew that release was going to be number one. Uh, yeah. and that's probably not a surprise to anybody who's listened to our podcast since the beginning. Um, this is obviously from 10. It's the final track on 10. And I don't really need to say anything about it because it's just, it's, I think, I think for everybody who is a fan of a band, they have quote unquote, that song that made them a fan. And this is that song for me with Pearl Jam. Um, this one cemented my lifetime fandom of Pearl Jam and my lifetime connection with them. Yep. There's no surprise that was going to be yeah. top two, not two. And lo and behold, it was. Um, I had that uh, uh, disclaimer. It's on my top 10 and I had it up there, but I, I decided to switch it to kind of mix it up. So a little foreshadowing. Okay. <clears throat> because so before I thought, you get into your list, I'm just going to rattle off some honorable mentions. I'm yeah. not going to talk about them, but these, all of these songs, I would say were, were in the runnings for like numbers eight through 10 on my list. Um, like I said, if it was a different day, they might be on the list, but, um, honorable mentions for me, uh, come back, breath in a scream, yellow, lead better gone sirens. You are nothing man alive and leash. Uh, those are all songs that once I started thinking about it, I was like, Oh, should these be on the list or should they not be? And then rather than change my list, I just threw them in the honorable mention category. So if we did this yeah. in a month's time, they'd probably some of them be on the list, but not today. Today's not their day, but tomorrow could be, as Porch tells us, could be the day. Yeah. Um, this is interesting going after, going after you and hearing yours. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'll just get right into it. So I have, I'm actually going to start with 11 because this one had, had one that I forgot. I actually had. Totally. Uh, and I, I felt like I needed to put this on because I really do like this song. And it is off of um, Vitalogy and it's not for you. And this is one of my favorite um, late night performances that they have. Um, and we've posted it a few times. Someone sent us a, a good version, I think, because I don't think it's on, it wasn't on YouTube for a while. The guy had sent it, uh, someone sent yeah, it to us. Yeah, I remember some, something weird around it. Some, yeah. Or like it, would be, it was taken off, I can't remember. Um, but this song is just, it's so good. And we, 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 had send these, we send these lyrics to each other so often. Like every song, there's a lyric that gets sent. And, yeah. Um, it's just an hour of Chris and Ethan exchanging inside jokes about songs. <laughs> yeah, just lyric after lyric after lyric, and um, you know, this is you know, and this is not for you is a good way to you know. It's, it also um, harkens to the mud honey. Uh, keep it out of my face. Yeah, if and, you think um, about it though, Ethan, that is like the unofficial mantra of the podcast and the page. If you don't like it, it's it's just not for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's, that's so that was a, an honorable mention, I guess, because it did make the top ten. But yeah. um, number ten, and this one I had up higher. I've talked about this a lot. How it is one of my one of my favorite songs. But when I was building this playlist, I was trying to think of what I wanted to listen to right now, and it didn't. And the other songs I wanted to listen to more. So yeah. Um, and you actually, I don't think you, I don't think you mentioned this one. So um, I put black as number ten. Yeah, it was not on my list. I didn't make the list um, off of ten. It's a great song. It's one of my favorite songs that they've played live. As we talked about that experience, um, just a just a really good song. Um, I just feel like it's a little different. It's a different vein than all the other Pearl Jam 
um, like songs. I feel like it kind of stands alone um, in the way that it sounds. I'm not sure why, but yeah. um, I think that is it's just a really good song for me. So um, it's number ten. Um, number nine, <laughs> I kind of cheated here. <laughs> I kind of cheated because I I really do like the ten album, and uh, there's a few songs that I kind of clumped together for nine. <laughs> So for my number it's, nine, pod, it's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. So, so it's it's once why go and porch are all in the same. Uh, <laughs> so they're all so they're all nine, nine A B and C. <laughs> yeah, they're nine A B and C because um, you know they're not next to each other on the album, uh, and, but I feel like they kind of like why go home once uh, once it just they all have the same energy to me and. They all feel really important, but it was hard to pick which one instead of the other to kind of like kind of like encapsulates that encapsulate. tempo and that energy for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Um. So I kind of put them all as nine, but I also eight eight is a little bit. It sounds a little bit different because of it's it's, it's off of the versus album. Um. And and you, I believe it was I can't remember what number it was for you, but leash. Um, yeah, that was that was one of my honorable mentions. I oh, had honorable mentions going to be on your list though. Yeah. Um. And so that's Leash is my number eight. It has um, a, it's just a little bit um, different energy than the yeah. the three at nine, but it has the same the same feel for me. Yeah. And I just I, I really enjoy listening to that song. Um, yeah, I have to say, if I had made this list when I was like nineteen, back when we started listening, to this Leash would have been like number two and number three. Uh, so. troubled souls unite we've got ourselves tonight <laughs> drop the leash we are young and i had this thought because i ma- I put it in honorable mention and i was like wow that should really be on my list but i'm not old i'm only 25 but the song meant more to me when i was younger <laughs> like can i have the disclaimer drop the leash we are young parentheses a little bit older than we used to be but we're still kind of young um i remember i loved that song when i was in college and i think you used the use the phrase um and ready to attack hell with a water gun. Yeah. Um, yeah, that song, yes. that song encapsulated that feeling for me in a big way. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a good one. I, I'm definitely going to listen to that later when I'm on my way to working out. Um, yep. So well, that, that was number eight. So number, number eight. seven. Number seven, a repeat offender, uh, rear view mirror. Um, yep. This one, because of uh, what we talked about, I mean, it's very... very um, What's it? Uh, it reminds me of our show a lot, and mm-hmm. uh, and our friend, our, our friend Rearview Mirror, which we spoke and, about, and and just and just how uh, time passes, and you know, if we're talking lyrics, I mean, it's it's, it's very easy to think about, you know, oh, how, yeah. how so life many, moves on. Yeah, yeah. There's so many lyrics in that one that could be like the lyric. Um, number six. I'm not sure. I, I don't think you brought up elderly woman. I did not. Yeah, and this one, I actually, I, I, I was, it could be higher on my list, I think, because this really? one, I, I feel like I can always listen to this one. I can always sing. It's a very, very obviously, it's a big sing along at the concerts, and and that's some of my favorite. I always think about um, everybody's everybody in the venue singing it, and for some reason, it's just a, such a pleasant song to listen to for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like when Ed talks about it. Um, it's just it just is a top five Pearl Jam song for me. I think at the end of the day, and I think anytime you make the list, um, I don't know. Do do you feel the same? Do you not? Well, do I, was, not? I was just gonna say, um, that one that one doesn't really do it for me anymore. Oh, all right, yeah, I, 
I guess not, yeah. not, not at all. Any, I don't even know if it'd be top 40 for me. Um, Ooh. I used to love it. I don't know what happened. Um, I just, I, I can't tell you the last time I sought it out to listen to it. Um, I love the sentiment behind it. It's just, you know, maybe I have to hear it live again and then it'll reinvigorate. Cause like you said, like when everyone's, when I, I just want to scream hello and everyone just yeah. screams hello, it's so, so good, but yeah, I don't know. It uh, doesn't doesn't really do it for me right it's now. Right. I mean, I That's left right. out. You know, I left yeah. off. You don't like it? Just kill me. I mean, yeah. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I could. I mean, I could have put on. I, I left out like Better Man and Daughter right. and, they and serve Alive. A similar purpose at a show. Yeah. Alive and all of the yeah, yeah. So, um, so my number five. This is a song I was kind of talking about. This is maybe maybe the more off the wall, but mm-hmm. I'm going with Sirens off of Lightning Bolt. Uh, yeah. In 2013. This song, for for whatever reason, it got a lot of playtime for me when I was listening. It's such a the the musicianship is so, and he does this. They do this. Pearl Jam does this often, where they create like a, a very nice atmosphere that you can just kind of like get lost in and kind of go like <laughs> go up a notch, like on like you feel like you're on the clouds and you're like above or all, you know, amongst the waves. If yeah, I, if I, if I could, it's the same thing. Yeah. Or it's very or like atmospheric, no, it's all or, kind of very similar, yeah. Yeah, and this song, like, um, it just it always made me feel so vulnerable. Mm. And um, one of the lyrics is, you know, it's a fragile thing, this life we lead. If I think too much, I can get overwhelmed by the grace by which we live our lives. And yeah. I just love it. It just is, like I said, it's a very vulnerable. It puts me in a very vulnerable spot. And yeah. And in the end, uh, I think there's a line in there. I hold you close so much to lose knowing that nothing lasts forever. Um, yeah. I study your face and the fear goes away. I mean, that that's just, I mean, that they couldn't have written that song when they were in their late 20s, for example. You know, that had to have come later. And yeah, that's that's a really, really, really good song. That's probably it is, yeah. their only song that I that would sniff this list for me post 2010, I would say. Or even post yeah. post avocado album. I mean, bat, and there's not much there on Backspacer for me, or or um, uh, what's it called, um, Lightning Bolt or Gigaton. Or Gigaton. Yeah, <laughs> that one hasn't still hasn't digested for me. It will one day. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> so I bet, I bet we'll we'll be waiting. Yeah, um, we're patiently waiting. Hopefully, we're still doing the podcast by then. So that's a that's a that's a really good song. Um. Number four, this one is uh, thanks to you. You brought it up another another relationship song that I don't really understand why it stuck with me, but it's just such a such a fun song. It's not. I mean, I don't even think it has anything to do with the relationship. But glorified G, um, <laughs> I yep. I don't know why, dude. But it's just it's just one. one of those songs that I just love putting it on and listening to it. You know, I got a gun. It's kind of funky. Got it's two. got a funky beat too. Yeah, and there's no real reason why. I like this song so much other than like I just remember when you brought it up and you called this girl we're, that I was dating the glorified G. We're talking and, we're talking and more I, about this one relationship that you had probably than the amount of time you spent thinking about it over the last like couple of years. No, this is a different relationship. The oh, first one was one. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're this, right. This one goes back. This is harkening a different That's girl. That's right. Oh my um, goodness, I got my wires crossed. <laughs> this one's deep in the archives. Yeah, I remember this, this one, one too. This, Maybe it is because this relationship ended a little bit too early, and I feel like uh, maybe it was the one that got away. I don't know. It happened Who in a weird, weird, spa- a weird time of mine. Yeah. But the glorified G that she was, I, um, I, I do remember this one. <laughs> yep, yeah, because uh, um, if it's I just remember, one of the songs she, she had. The, she had this CD in her car, right? Yep, 
Exactly. Yeah. And you were like, oh, you like Pearl Jam? She's like, yeah, I like Pearl Jam. <laughs> yeah, she's like, my dad, my dad loves Pearl Jam. I was like, no way. This is wild. Wow. That was like seven years ago, six years ago. Yeah, lost to the ages. <sighs> Man. But it's such a, like I said, for some reason, like, putting that song, song on, it's just a good song to listen to. It's like when I'm, I'm, when I'm driving, you know, and when I, or when the sun's out and it's just, and like, that's just a really, guitar. that's a really good selection. Um, so number, number three, this is where I, this is where I, um, I put in release okay. for, it easily could be number one or two or, um, but I figured I'd do a little bit differently. I mean, we've talked about this song at length. Totally. It's always such a good, such a good listen. Um, I put number two, I put Yellow Lead Better there because nice. I've, I've put Lead Better up because it is like, no matter how many times I've heard it, um, you know, it's, it's, they have so many different arrangements and, you know, obviously they do it. He does it differently, sings it differently. And I'm not good with lyrics for singing along. So this is the well, perfect song <laughs> for me to sing because I don't need to know what I'm saying and I just need to have the rhythm and, um it's just it has obviously the guitar work on this song is so fun and so good and it just is you know a prime pearl jam song that i just love it just it just takes my it's in my top three it's so good little Um, anecdote that i have about this song um if, if you'll indulge me um i always play this song um like the last like four times that i've moved apartments or I remember like when my college athletics career ended and I left college or whatever, uh, anytime like something like one of those chapters in my life closes, I, I try, I make a point. I sit there and I listen to this song, uh, That's so, like, I clean out my apartment. And before I, before I lock the door the last time I, I, I sit down and I just listen to this song. Um, and so it's so funny. Like I've, I've trained my brain that when I hear the song, it's like a, like a scrapbook of all of like the past chapters in my life. Um, it's just, uh, it's such, such a good song. So, so good. Yeah, that's interesting that you, yeah, you, that is your, that is your leaving. Yeah, Yeah, it's the closer. Um, and then the final song, number one, number one, I have to say, I I don't think I know what's coming. I think you do, but you just, there's a lot of songs in circulation. (laughs) There's a lot of traffic, but if there's one song that I, if that I need my life to be saved, yeah, yeah, if I need, if I need somebody, something to save my life, it's going to be. That a dissident is the here. The mighty so, dissident. The mighty dissident takes the number one spot because that guitar riff to start it, and it's just such a jam. Um, it's so fun, and it's just it has everything for me right now. So it, it's it holds a top spot. Maybe the lure of I haven't heard it live. There's a few different things. Yeah, we still you know. need that one. We're reeling that one in. Hopefully, yeah, this that's year. the only that's the only one that I want to talk about. Like I haven't had my dissident yet. Like yeah. that's the only that's the only song that I'm gonna be mm-hmm. annoying about when seeing Pearl Jam live and talking about them. So uh, yeah, I think that I think that's my number one spot. That was a pretty that was that was my number one right away. And release was second, but then I switched Ledbetter for it just just for this list. Totally. Um, some honorable mentions. I had wish list um pretty high. Yes, that's a good one that I forgot about. Um, I had Red Mosquito as well, Nothing Man, uh, Crazy Mary I put on there. Okay. Yeah, that's a cover. And I forget who it's by originally, but yeah. Is it by Neil Young? No, no, no. I mean, um... No, no it's, 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 it's by somebody you, you wouldn't know. It's, yeah. I forget. I remember finding it once, but... In Hiding? Um, In Hiding. I, I, I put all I those yesterdays gonna... on my list. Yeah, 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 all those yesterdays and um, Hard to Imagine, uh, as you put, that was a good one. Um, oh, yeah. 
So, yeah, that that concludes. Uh, but I do have I do have three not top ten, Chris. <laughs> oh, we're we're turning the tables. I cannot wait to hear this. Three songs that I could do without. I really they kind of ah oh, man, they kind of encapsulate like what I when I don't like Pearl Jam. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's ran, random. I hope I hope I don't offend anybody. So are we going from your like your third? Third, not top no, ten, no, down no, to one, just, or they just in no order. No, I'll just there's just three songs, and I probably I don't know if I, I don't even know if I want to comment any more than just like for some reason like when we put them on, they just kind of bug me. Yeah, let's and let's lay them out there, and then we can mainly, see if the moment strikes. It's mainly because like yeah, all right. So first one, um, and not 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 so much not so emotional about this one, but Lightning Bolt off of their Lightning Bolt album. For some reason I don't like. Uh, this one, do the evolution. I don't like. <laughs> I really don't like. And worldwide suicide. I also don't like. But those are the yeah. Don't don't. Uh, so do the yeah, evolution. those those are not going to be finding their way into any Ethan Ethan Shalloway produced Pearl Jam playlist. No. Okay. I don't think so you don't like Lightning Bolt, huh? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it just that one just that one just doesn't do it for me. Okay, I think. that's fair. The other one, the other ones, I'm more uh, worldwide suicide and do the evolution. Like I, mm-hmm. I want to omit them from. Um, yeah, that's, that's I, I hide them on I hide them on playlists sometimes. But I know oh, people wow. really like. I know people love hearing uh, do the evolution at at concerts. Yeah. But or they always play I like, that. One. I like that song. I, I like. Yeah. I think I like. I I don't hate all of the any of those three. So yeah. That's good. I mean, hey, they're they're just not any, for you. Do you have any any top any not top ten you can think oh, of? Man. I I absolutely do. Um, I'm just I'm having trouble kind of thinking of them right now. Um, I'd say a lot of them are probably from their last three albums that they released. Yeah, um, but that's low hanging fruit. I didn't want. Yeah. To, didn't want. So like um, I mean, there's there's some songs I don't even know how they go. Um, you know, I just can't hear them in my head. Like Johnny Guitar from Backspacer. <laughs> um that one's not really not really one for me um oh i know from lightning bolt sleeping by myself that one they played that when we went to fenway um and i was like all right like if there's ever been <laughs> there's ever been time for a bathroom break i just don't like it um I, i'm sorry just same way i don't like eddie vetter's ukulele album i i just oh. <laughs> I just don't like it. I'm sorry. Um, there's nothing else to say. I do like Soon Forget, the ukulele song that was from earlier in their career. But, yeah, I mean, if he brings out the uke, I'll, uh, I'll take a lap. Yeah. Oh, man. Awesome. Um, any other remarks around Pearl Jam? And it sounds like, I mean, I definitely had a heavy dose of, obviously, verse, vitology, and... Yeah. And I had ten. a lot of no code on mine. We do. I was, surpri- I was surprised. Yeah, um, and I've been listening to a lot of Yield too. There's a lot of songs off of Yield that could have made this list. Um, yeah, I've just I don't know. I've just been I've really really enjoyed that record the last two or three weeks. Um, I've listened to it front to back a lot. I really I'm really kind of grooving with Push Me Pull Me lately, which is kind of like one of those spoken word tracks. Um, yeah, which is really really cool. Um, I really I'm a sucker for any sort of like spoken word. Um, like I'm open off of no code is, is certainly one that I'm a big fan of, but yeah, push me, pull me. I always hated it until lately. I love the opening to it. I just want to, I just want to say it cause I just posted it yesterday. Um, I had a false belief. I thought I came here to stay. We're all just visiting all just breaking like waves. Um, 
And that definitely kind of fits into kind of like the philosophical space that Pearl Jam's lyrics fit in my brain. But man, I mean, such a great band that you could sit here for an hour and talk about a top 10 list and still have dozens of other songs that you could speak about for dozens more hours. I mean, the amount that this band has given us and you can say what you will about their recent stuff, which I certainly do. But I think for me, it's coming from a place that I just haven't really connected with it a whole lot versus I think a lot of people take that and compare it to verses and compare it to 10 and compare it to vitality, yeah. which you can't do because just like you can't compare yourself at 25 to the person you are at 55. I mean, you know, the 25 year old probably thinks the 55 year old's lame, but you know, there's nothing you could do about that. It's just the passage of time. So, I mean, it's such a great band and I mean, I'll go to the grave with them as my favorite band. I mean, I don't think that's ever really going to change. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it was a fun exercise uh, to write these lists because it did remind me of, you know their their catalog. They have a lot of um, really great yeah. stuff, and it makes it makes me want to actually um, kind of spend more time with certain albums yeah. and the song the songs that I was kind of reading over and and yeah. I was like, oh shoot, like yeah, yeah. I need to. So I have I have two questions here. for everybody out there listening. The first question: If you're feeling ambitious enough, I would love to see a top ten list of your favorite Pearl Jam songs. The second question: So Ethan, you and I, we spend a lot of time texting back and forth, inside jokes with with song lyrics. So I would love to know, what is your inside joke song lyric that you send back and forth to your friends? Um, I, mm. I would love to hear that and see what the people have to say. Into the flood again. <laughs> and that's everybody's at this point. There's, there's 376,000 people out there with that as their inside That'll say joke. that. Yeah, and they'll take that opportunity that you just gave them to Every time, to, say, with to, it. Say, to say that. As I would expect it them is to. Monday, They've been so taught well. It is Monday. They the have, the flood. yeah. How are the, the floodwaters aren't too bad for me today. That's really good. Yeah, I had um, I saw my one of my friends snap stories. It was like morning ritual, and it was them listening to wood oh, yeah. as they drive to work. That's what you do. So you right do in these these you times. Do. You grab your coffee and you put on wood. So before we get into song of the week and before we wrap this episode up, I would like to extend a massive thank you to our producer Drew McFadden. Uh, Sixty-one episodes strong, and Drew has been the captain of the ship, guiding us through the rough waters of putting out a halfway respectable sounding well-produced podcast episode. So Drew, thank you so much for your support and your help and your guidance and your ideas. And additionally, we'd like to thank everybody out there who was with us, who's checked in with us, uh, who's left a review, uh, left a comment, sent an email in uh, that all helps us continue to be better at what we do, uh, which I still think uh, personally, at least I have a long way to go. I think we can, we can still get a lot better. We're, starting to round into form but all of that feedback helps so you know thank you everyone for your time for listening and for for sharing your thoughts with us it, it means a lot mm-hmm. it really does um song of the week song of the I week got, i got nothing else to say there i got uh, nothing else to say about that do either. you would you like to go first for uh song of the week do you have something off of the top of your head or you want yeah, me to i got something off the top of my head um, which we already, we already, we already spoke about, but it was the first song from the Tomberlin show uh, yeah. that I saw, uh, last week. And, um, it is called memory and it is off her most recent album. I don't know who needs to hear this. And it's really, really kind of an eerie, somber song. Um, like there's, there's no guitar in it. And, um, it was kind of super cool that the three, the three, um, band members came out and they started playing and, and she walked on the stage right as she, right as she, it was time for her to sing. And, it's just a really, really good song. Like as soon as, as soon as that's cool. As soon as I got kind of like halfway into that song, I knew it was going to be a good night. Um, I knew it was going to be a really, really great show. But 
I um I'm gonna be listening to that record and to her music um, incessantly for the next couple of weeks, maybe longer. But that's my song of the week, uh, "Memory" by Tomberlin. That's awesome. <clears throat> um, my song of the week is going to be. I've been uh, this past week. I worked outside quite a bit, obviously, and uh, I was listening to a ton of. I play. I mean, listen to Dirt. Listen to all of all the Soundgarden stuff. A lot of a lot of Jerry pops up. It's so funny. Like the algorithm has caught on that I've been listening to a they lot. Know of, it is the summer like, of Cantrell. Like anytime I'll put on, I'll put on like I put on Dirt or I put on Super Unknown, and once it finishes, you know, it shuffles to the next stuff. And it's Cut You In Jerry. is almost always like within <laughs> the first three songs. Yes. It always pops up, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, all right, like. Just that, comes in. That's one of those songs that it comes on. You can't be upset about it. No, like I could no. be getting ready to go to sleep listening to Tomberlin or like like Boney Vare, and then if Cut You In comes, I was like, all right, <laughs> looks like I'm raging tonight. It doesn't matter. It's just so funny. It's like without fail, an album finishes, and the next two songs, like I'm getting Cut You In. <laughs> um, so, but one of the other songs that comes on after after you you know finish your album and you go into the algorithm. Um, is St. Joe on the School Bus by Marcy Playground. Yeah, okay. And he's like, you know, St. Mary, and just like... That strikes me as an Ethan song. Yeah, it's so good. And it's, like, they're probably... I, don't, I haven't listened to them, Marcy Playground a ton. Like, I mean, I haven't gone through a lot of their albums. Right. But, but people always talk about them being one of the most criminally underrated bands, and people only know Sex and Candy right and whatnot so um i like i just like i like the dude's voice and it is that song has been jamming it's so good for outside it i have fits an idea like the, it, you do all right it fits like the like bound to the floor of that like yep. a few other like really like kind of mm-hmm. jammy songs something that yeah. merchant copy would play well speaking of which i was just going to suggest that you and i start a marcy playground cover band <laughs> i'm in hey, say we ju- less we just we, we just play the, we just play your song of the week Ten times, and that's our set. Hell yeah! We just play that song, but we just extend it for fifteen minutes. Uh, we we swap off uh, who has lead vocals. I love it. It's gonna be great. That's so good. Um, damn. Yeah, it's a good one. These two good songs of the week. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, different, different, different areas of the neighborhood, but uh, both fantastic songs. So, uh, thank you everyone for listening. This has been episode sixty-one of the Grunge Bible Podcast. Thanks for sticking with us. We hope to see you right here next week for episode 62. Yes, have a great week. Listen to some great music. Go see your local music. Go support your local music venues. And please, rock and roll.